Well, welcome everybody. Uh, glad to see uh, people uh, tuning in. I guess that word still works, today's modern technology. I'd like to welcome to our, our next podcast. Uh, my name is Mark Jackson. Um, like uh, the, uh, this podcast is being sponsored once again by Blue Dolphin Engineering and The Pie Shop, which is a product incubator here in the Central Valley of California. Um, today, uh, our guest today is Paula Reinhardt. It's, uh, thanks for being here. It's Thank good to see you again. Paula is a very interesting and wonderful person. She's uh, an experienced product designer, entrepreneur, and inventor. She's uh, skilled in graphics, product design, strategic planning, market strategy, um, uh, she has a, lot of, a strong arts and design, uh, uh, and as a design professional, graduated from InventRight. InventRight is one of the world's leading experts on product licensing. Um, <coughs> uh, to the uh, to the inventor part of her, she has just recently launched her new product, the Clean and Clear 360. And today we're going to be talking about what it takes to kind of bring a product to market and uh, to license a product. So. Um, anyways, welcome Paula. It's Thank good to you see very you. Much. Um, so, uh, first off, uh, why don't you give us a little bit of uh, background on yourself, and maybe talk to us a little bit about uh, the uh, the Clean Clear three hundred and sixty. Okay. Uh, well, basically, um, I've always been an inventor. Uh, my mind is full of products all over the world and that's how I look at things as problems and solutions or uh, I actually love to come up with new products uh, rather than looking at say a, a product that's already on the market that maybe you want to make better or, or... so um, anyway I was a stay-at-home mother and raised my children and while I was at home I was always thinking of ideas and inventing mm-hmm. Um, so I would try though to limit my ideas and inventions to products that I thought that I could make myself and go into the Home Depots and Fresno Ags and, and kind of put things together. And my husband's in construction, so he helped in that aspect. And so some of the bigger ideas that needed help in, you know, making it. Mm-hmm. I just kind of let those fly. But I had a really, really big box of uh, products that I was making, and they were sitting in uh, my office and not going nowhere because I was stuck. Mm-hmm. I did not know how to go to the next level, what the next thing to do. So say, uh, you know, say I'm an inventor, and I am, but say I'm... Um... Inventor, I've never gone through this development process before. Uh, so, I mean, uh, what do I? What's the first step? I mean, what do I? What do I do? I mean, there's 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 500 steps. Which one do I take first? Or the first, of, yes, steps. the first and foremost step that you're going to want to take is do a quick Google search, mm-hmm. because more than likely, 80 percent of the time, the product has already been made. Not that you cannot work around that or make it better or add your spin on it, Um, but uh, you you want to do that because that will save you a lot of time. I come up with probably, you know, three ideas a a week, if not more, 
And I used to get really excited and call my friends and tell everyone I know about it and spend so much time on just the excitement of the idea. And now I run into my office and get on the computer and do a really quick Google image search Mm -hmm. and uh, see if it's out there. And then if it's not out there, then you're going to want to continue on searching um, the web on Google Patents. Mm -hmm. You're going to want to... uh, you know, go maybe on some of the big box retail stores and really start digging in there to see if your product is out there. Yeah. That's the number one thing to do. Sure, kind of do like a lay of the land, kind of a broad uh, look and say, is, is there any obvious, is there any obvious uh, uh, person or group or company that's in this space already? It's already doing this mm-hmm. and try to get a first indication of, am I onto something that's unique or not? A lot of people say, I haven't seen it in the store. So, mm-hmm. and they're going to their local Target or Walmart. Sure. And mm-hmm. there's a whole big world out there. Yes, right. Exactly. <laughs> uh, so, um, uh, uh, so, okay. So, so say you do your search, you know, mm-hmm. you, you, you do, uh, you look on Google, which is a, a, you know, a good place to look. I mean, if you do a com- comprehensive enough, uh, search, you're, you might have a, some idea whether or not it exists, whatever mm-hmm. you're thinking of doing, that widget or that whatchamacallit. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, a lot of people think that the next step is, well, I got this great idea, uh, you know, I, I need to file a pat. I knew you were going to say that. <laughs> because that, yes, they want to rush out and hire an attorney immediately, you know, mm-hmm. to file a patent, not knowing that it's going to probably at the low end start at about twenty grand and up. Right. And the sad part about uh, that is that uh, you can file your own provisional patent application, costs around $100 or so, and that gives you protection for a year. You can use patent pending mm-hmm. on that, and that will allow you as an inventor to show your product and feel comfortable, as well as test the market to see if there's interest in the market. Mm -hmm. Uh, After a year, if you're seeing that there is no interest in this, Mm -hmm. then, you know, why would you, uh, you know, go ahead and file that? But if if there is interest in that, then it gives you a good year to see, and you should be able to to know that within that year. Uh, Provisional applications are... uh, Kind of an, uh, they're not necessarily a new tool. We, we actually talked about these one of our, uh, uh, one of our other podcasts where related to intellectual property. Um, the interesting thing about, about, uh, a provisional application is it's nice because it does give you a period of time where you don't necessarily have to make that big investment in getting a full utility, uh, patent figured out. Mm-hmm. So, um, it's uh, it's a it's a great like you said it's a great way to kind of step into it without having to spend the money. Uh, great idea to maybe test the market to see if uh, if you can get someplace. Mm-hmm. Um, we often tell people that getting a patent is really partially a business decision because there's an expense to it, as you mentioned, maybe twenty grand, maybe a lot more, maybe less. Um, so if you're going to spend that money. That has to be part of what you're considering in your business uh, and your, maybe your business plan is the fact that you have to make enough money to actually pay the patent off mm-hmm. uh, or you keep taking that money and putting it into other things, right? What's great about licensing 
is when you get to that stage of the game where you have a uh, licensee that would like to license the product for mm-hmm. you, you can negotiate that mm-hmm. into your deal where they might pay a portion of that to file the patent, or they might take it out of your first royalty check. Mm-hmm. There's all kinds of ways that you can negotiate so, that. So you mentioned licensing. So mm-hmm. I mean, what is licensing? I mean, what I mean, what is that? What's um, basically licensing is that you're giving a company permission to use, sell, or make your product for a specific amount of time. Usually, ten to twenty years is what you would negotiate on your contract. And so it's just kind of like they're renting your idea from you for a while mm-hmm. in exchange for a royalty rate. Okay. Well, that's kind of cool. Uh, I, we have definitely had, uh, with Blue Dolphin Engineering, we have definitely had a few customers come through who have licensed their products. Um, so, uh, I mean, how do you go about, uh, you know, finding these uh, licensees? And, mm-hmm. and, uh, and, and, I mean, aren't there different... Are there different types of licensees? I mean, I, it's it's a lot of people hear this, and but, but it's like, what does that mean? To I mean, I mean, who are these people? It's true. It, it's it's very confusing. Um, so that is why you really need, I think, to have guidance with mm-hmm. pi, the pie shop now mm-hmm. or a mentoring and consulting because it is something that a lot of people really don't know a lot about, but there are a lot of really good books that you could pick up and, mm-hmm. and read about licensing that I would suggest. Mm-hmm. Stephen Key has one simple idea, and that is actually how I started into licensing because when I could not know what the next step was going to be, mm-hmm. I knew I needed help, and I happened to see his book, and it just lit me up. Like crazy. I knew that I was in that space of this is for me. Mm-hmm. A lot of people feel that with their product, they can take it to retail themselves. They can sell it online or, you know, they could license it and have somebody else do that. So all of those options are fantastic. Mm-hmm. And I just encourage everyone to continue on the journey with whatever it is their dream is. Because when you finally achieve that, mm-hmm. It is the best feeling ever well, in the I'm world. Sure. Yeah, I, I, it, it, it's. I mean, literally, I'm dancing and twirling and jumping, and <laughs> and that that is what. I mean, if somebody sees me, that's there. She is again, yeah, because that's just how I feel when you finally, you know, have a dream inside of your head, which a lot of inventors do. Mm-hmm. You know, I right away sketch it so I don't forget. I make sure. it, and I'm not an artist, so it looks horrible. Mm-hmm. And um, and then from then I, I go on the process. But uh, yes, there's there's a, there's a decision that you need to make early on what mm-hmm. you're going to do mm-hmm. with your product. Mm-hmm. Well, so so you you mentioned you know talked about licensing, and of course there's the retail mm-hmm. uh, uh, channel. To get your product into the market, what's the di- why pick one over the other? I mean, what's the what are the differences? Well, it's truly uh, it's truly up to you and where you are in life and uh, how much work you want to put into it, and how much money that you're going to want to put into it, and how much money that you feel that you can get a, a financed or mm-hmm. you know startup or mm-hmm. uh, because it is very expensive mm-hmm. and it is very 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 time consuming. <clears throat> Excuse me. 
So you have to be very, very focused and you have to know what your end game is. So uh, I went with licensing because I had a family at the time and financially I felt that it would be a good fit for me. Mm-hmm. And so I signed up with uh, InventRight, which uh, mentored me with a one-on-one coach for over a year and a half. And mm-hmm. I was very lucky to have this gentleman that licensed his product to a Seed on TV product. Okay. And went viral and sold millions. And so I was uh, very fortunate to have him take me through every step. And licensing as well as getting into retail, it's all a process. Mm -hmm. You have to know the process and you have to know it well. And you have to be very professional. Mm Because this day and age, you cannot just call somebody up and say, I have an idea. Mm They, they're way too busy. Mm-hmm. You know, they, they want somebody that knows what they're doing and they can tell very quickly mm-hmm. if you know what you're doing mm-hmm. because of, you know, the process. Mm-hmm. Okay. So you asked me what the process would be. Mm-hmm. And the process is, is after you have researched and researched and researched and you really feel that, you know, it's not out there, then I would start working on your prototype. Mm-hmm. And that's where I got stuck. Because I did not know how to move forward after that. Mm -hmm. So, you know, you could um, try to, you know, do a little mock-up yourself, Mm -hmm. right? If you think, and and sometimes that that works. Well, so you, I I understand you brought a few of your prototypes here. I I think I'll show everybody kind of what you're talking about. So this, this was my uh, first prototype. (laughs) Very good. Okay. And uh, I just went around my house. That was the first thing. I went around my house and I tried to make something that the, uh, Gunk in your vacuum cleaner, you know, that gets oh, stuck so, up. Yeah, so let's talk about, yeah, what is the problem you were solving? Okay, <clears throat> so my problem is I vacuum a lot, and all of the cyclone cylinder vacuums are built very well, and they suck very well uh-huh. up, but then you get, especially pet hair, you get a lot of clogged debris up in there that mm-hmm. you cannot get out and you have to reach up there and sometimes you can't Mm -hmm. you have to take it apart mine sat on my dining room table because i couldn't put it back together Mm -hmm. nor women don't have the time or even want to do that kind of stuff and uh also you get around the suction mechanism which is the shroud Mm -hmm. uh stuff stuck up there too that you need Mm -hmm. and so um i started you know Ice picks, uh, sticks, flagpoles, whatever I could find, forks. I was trying to find something and nothing worked. Mm -hmm. And I said to myself, you know what? This is a problem and I can find the solution. I know I could do this myself. Mm -hmm. And so this was the first one, which was really interesting. But... Then I went on my journey of all the hardware, (laughs) all the hardware stores and trying to find the right brush. Look at this. If I had known that the pie shop was available, I would have loved to have come over here because this is the most magical thing that could happen to an inventor. Is, <laughs> Thank you, yeah. It, oh, I can't wait to talk about that. Yeah. But um, basically, it's funny is because each one of these had a problem. Either the brush was not the right you know, feel Mm -hmm. the steel inside wasn't enough to Mm -hmm. fit up in there. The Mm -hmm. dimensions weren't precise to fit right between the cylinders. Mm -hmm. There were so many issues with so many of these brushes that nothing really was working for me. Mm -hmm. 
Um, my husband was able to design this because uh, he is in construction and I knew exactly what I wanted. So the hook uh, actually ended up being great. And this brush here actually worked kind of okay. So I had my design and I had my working prototype. So uh, uh, prototypes, you know, a lot of people talk about prototypes. I, we we often, with the people that we've worked with at Blue Dolphin Engineering over the last two decades, we we often will create a prototype yeah. from one of our designs, or uh, uh, we start with the person's concept, whether it's a written down, whether it's their prototype that they bring in, or whether even if it's not written down, they just describe it to us. We can develop a design and then create a prototype with a number of different methods that we have, 3D printers, you name it. You know, There's all sorts of things we've done over the years. Prototypes are really interesting, uh, and, and we've had customers come to us who didn't want to go through that phase of actually creating a prototype. And you, and you react to it, we react to it the same way, because there are so many answers you get from even doing one version of prototypes. You, there's a lot that you can learn. And often by putting that thing in your hand, it also uh, uh, propagates more ideas and changes and things that you never even thought of. And so that process, we believe, is, is fairly important to go through that process. And obviously, the number of iterations that you went through considerable. So what did you? So you went. What did you end up with? Well, so. even when we got, I licensed the product, and we were in the manufacturing stages of it. And I was working very closely with the product de uh, development department. We 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 did make a lot of changes here, but we did talk about a lot of changes, and we did make changes to the handle. Mm -hmm. You know, and we were discussing the different uh, consistencies of the brush and then you know of course you get into the colors and all kinds of things like that mm -hmm. later but and this is another reason why you should not go out and file a, a patent right away because right. there's always going to be changes usually to your product right. when you get into the development right. stages yeah we uh that's a very good point um I can tell you that uh, we have uh, uh, occasionally run into issues where some somebody comes to us and they've they filed a patent and they want to start working on their product, whatever it happens to be, its configuration. And uh, as we're going through that process, we uh, Blue Dolphins Engineering we have you know 150 years of combined experience to bring to bear on looking at something. So if a member of the pie shop, for example, comes to us with an idea uh, that they want us to look at, if they have a patent, then we are restricted to the terms and the, and the conditions of, of that patent when we do our design. We may have a better idea or, or an improvement that could even help with their design, but if the patent is too restricted, then, then that's, those are the confines we have to work in. Exactly. So you bring up a very good point of, of trying to time your, uh, the actual application of the patent with the development of the device. And that, that is why the pie shop is, is, is fantastic is because I, I, I was already licensed the product when we were making this. Yes. But here, you can have the product come and then have actual, you know, a model made. Yes. And I have some in there of this, of the 3D modeling that the manufacturer made. Then we, you know, sent it back and forth right. in the mail mm -hmm. and that kind of thing just to make sure it worked. And, you know, it's time consuming. Sure. Yes. Mm -hmm. And then, you know, it's kind of costly. So 
I, I just feel like I'm a kid in a candy store over here right now. Like, am I in Disneyland or something? Because <laughs> now I know when I have an idea and I've got so many of them, I'm going to get in my car and run down here as fast as sure, I can. Sure, good. We'd like to see that. Because, yeah. you know, you have the expertise to help and guide me. You have a team now of yes. people around you and mm-hmm. mentors to help you. Mm-hmm. But most importantly, as an inventor, if you don't know how to make it, you can't find the materials, you just don't know how to put it together, to be able to come and speak with somebody in person Mm -hmm. is just fantastic. Yeah, sure. Uh, I I think that's part of uh, an incubating atmosphere is to to make an environment where you can uh, uh, utilize other people's experience and ideas to to get someplace without having to struggle so much mm-hmm. um all the stuff's out there but why reinvent the process and why go through if if you can get the help to do that why go through that struggle if if, if a 5 minute conversation can save you five days worth of work or five months worth of work, why not have it, right? So What's even the worst case scenario is when people get stuck into these situations, they give up. Sure. Wow. Absolutely. They give up. And that's what I did. Sure. Until, yeah, and I gave up. I didn't know the next step. Mm -hmm. So you have to be taught this. Mm Yeah. So somebody has to teach you. This is where coach and mentors come. So, so of course, we've talked about licensing, which is the path that you chose. So uh, how did you find the licensing companies and and uh, I mean how did that work I mean what well um, getting back to after you make your prototype uh, the process to licensing is you know you have to create a nice sell sheet because you need to send information to a company and and then you're going to want to make a, a video okay. I made a small video with my iPhone mm-hmm. and it was not very professional but I was taught how to do this in the most simple way, mm-hmm. in the most least expensive way. Mm-hmm. Again, we're testing the market uh, as well as seeing interest as well as you can do that nowadays with the iPhone. Sure. I had uh, I had Fiverr and Upworks. Uh, it's online. Mm-hmm. And they edited my video and also did a voiceover for under $15. I had wow. my sell sheet made from designers from India that I worked with for mm-hmm. over, it was around $50. So the sell sheet, tell us about the information that's on the, the sell. The sell sheet's important because um, it is going to let the licensee know what your product looks like and you can have a graphic designer make it look beautiful Mm -hmm. and you don't even have that so sometimes maybe you don't even need a beautiful Mm -hmm. prototype Mm -hmm. and then you're going to want your one-line benefit statement and also what it does and to just keep it very simple Mm -hmm. you know what this does it cleans out your vacuum in seconds Mm -hmm. the benefits of what it did Mm -hmm. you know and and your contact information Mm -hmm. Um, in this world, I, I realized through licensing that uh, more wor- less words are better and less information is better mm-hmm. because you're just wanting to, you know, give them a little taste of it. And then when if they like it, then you can go back and they'll start asking questions. And when they start asking questions, that's when they start getting engaged with you. Mm-hmm. I know so many people uh, that I have helped, and uh, I myself at the beginning just talk, 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 talk. 
you know, every little detail of what I did to make this product. And they just don't have time for that. And again, you're not being a professional. Sure. So um, after that, then you can start reaching out to companies. And um, the how do you find these companies? I mean, I'm, I'm getting to that. Oh, okay. Mark. Well, thank you. <laughs> Is um, I use LinkedIn. I could do a whole show on LinkedIn because I love LinkedIn. Um, open innovation is out there now, though, where companies, thousands of companies are not looking into their in-house R&D anymore. So they're wanting inventors mm-hmm. to have their products, have them look at their products. And so most of them have websites that have submission forms and that are saying, submit your idea. Mm-hmm. And you would be amazed. Go online right now and type in any company and you'll probably find that form. Hmm. I personally like using LinkedIn. And um, what I did is I typed in everybody in the industry that I could find that would possibly use this housewares, you know, vacuum industries. I typed in all the uh, product development managers, sales managers, uh, vice presidents, I became like a little investigator, you know. Mm-hmm. I even knew how much they made and everything. Okay. I mean, I really got into it. If I was interested in that company, know their background. Mm-hmm. Know everything that you can find out about them. Mm-hmm. You know, you really should because the more you know, the better you, you can speak with them and mm-hmm. feel confident when they talk about their company. And, you know, you want to make sure that when you talk to them that whether it's through LinkedIn, so at link, I went on LinkedIn and I typed in all of them and then I got contacts through them mm-hmm. and you just type in little messages, nothing big, you mm-hmm. know, hi, I have a product that might fit well into your product line. Mm-hmm. Um, can we set up a time to talk mm-hmm. or this type? And do you know what? Everyone is so nice. Mm-hmm. They really are. They might not have time in their busy day, in their offices, but they usually have time to get back to you on LinkedIn. And a hundred percent of the time people got back to me and either gave me their cell phone numbers or email addresses. Mm-hmm. And we just started the communication. Mm-hmm. So with, with me, I typed it in and I called a guy that was in the vacuum industry and he was so nice and said, I really I'm not doing this now, but guess what? I know somebody who does, yeah, and I'll give you his contact. He goes, oh, no, you know what? I'll give him a call. Within 30 minutes, that vice president of that company called me, mm-hmm. and we started our conversation, mm-hmm. and uh, it the ball, the ball started rolling, and he started showing it around to his team and then invited me to Las Vegas. Mm-hmm. They were having a trade show. It just oh, so happened. Yeah. Sure. So that's the best case scenario. Mm-hmm. All the executives were there. You do mention trade shows. Those uh, trade shows, industry trade shows, actually are a place where you have the potential of introducing an idea to that industry. Uh, of course, you have to be very careful depending on uh, how you disclose it and if you have uh, a patent or an mm-hmm. application in process. But uh, that is one place, if you didn't even do this homework, it's one place where you could go and potentially see people, sometimes at a high level, they're salespeople, so they, they, they may have a good idea of whether or not it's a product they might be interested in. If they're, you never know, you may be talking to a director, a VP, or, uh, or that may have a, a, be able to help you out quite a bit. So it's just a, 
another area where you might be able to get your idea out there and get some interest in what you're working on. Trade shows are fantastic. Uh, all the key players are usually there, so it, it's great to go to a trade show. It gets rather expensive. Sure, yeah. So you have to kind of pick and choose which ones that you you might want to go to. And I would I would suggest to have linked into all of the people and already started the discussion before you even go to the trade show. Uh, because a lot of times then we, we start having conversations. Oh, are you going to be at the trade show? I mean, I... I linked into one of the biggest guys in that scene on TV and just said, are you going to be at the trade show? Mm -hmm. And I couldn't believe I got a response. No, I'm not going to be there, Paula. You know, are mm -hmm. you? Yeah. I'm like, wow. Yes. Yeah. So. Another connection. You need to form your relationships and your connections. Mm -hmm. And um, I have just enjoyed that almost uh, more of the process than... Uh, than even having my product because I have met so many great people and have so many conversations and I have learned so much about this industry. So, uh, okay, so we've talked about a lot of different things related to, you know, bringing your, your, your product to, to market and getting it licensed and, uh, um, that whole process. So out of this whole thing, what's been one of the most frustrating parts? I mean, what was, you said you gave up at one time. What what was the most frustrating part to what you what you had to do? I think the most frustrating part for me was not knowing the next step. That was very frustrating until I learned how to do that. Um, so and then you know it became very easy. You have to you know put in time, but this is your baby. This is labor of love, right? Yeah. So um, it was always fun for me. Uh, the I think what really was hard for me was the waiting process because you have to wait so much in this business to bring a product to market. You're looking at probably about two years, mm -hmm. right? Yeah. Um, sometimes you get lucky and it goes smooth and fast. If maybe it's a small item and you know, easy to construct, whatever, and they have distribution, maybe it'll go a little bit faster, but but it is a long process. You have to wait for people to get back to you after you reach out to them. Then they have to show it to their team. And that could take a few weeks to a month. And then they're going to get back to you again. And, you know, you're going to talk some more and talk some more. <laughs> and so that whole thing takes months. And you're not even into your product yet. Yes. Right? And yes. so when they give you the green light, yes, then you get into your manufacturing. Mm -hmm. Your costs, they have to get costs to see how much, whether they can make it for a good profit, mm -hmm. good margins. Mm -hmm. And uh, and if all of that goes well, then they start manufacturing it. And that takes a while. And then uh, so on the boat be, over. You had to be patient. It was the time. That really you had to be very patient. Yeah, and if you don't know this and have never done it before, that mm -hmm. could be uh, scary. Sure. You yeah. don't know what's going on. You, yeah. you know, you don't, you're... Uh, but once you've done it once, mm -hmm. and hopefully you have have a team of support around you that's done it, that sure. can tell you this is normal, mm -hmm. this is how it works, mm -hmm. give it another week, maybe then follow up, they can guide you. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It, well, it's, it's one of the reasons why you're here and uh, why you were here. And um, uh, the pie shop, it's one of the reasons why the pie shop is here, is so that you realize you're not going through this on your own that you have people who have experience in this form of bringing a product to market or retail or whatever, whatever the case may be. Um, 
And it's kind of, it's nice to know there's somebody you can go to and talk to and know that, oh yeah, it will take two weeks for them to get back to me. I mm-hmm. shouldn't expect it to go, the whole thing, the process to happen in a month or mm-hmm. whatever. It's, it's, it's nice to know, it's nice to have that, uh, 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 interaction with people who have that experience. Um, so out of this whole thing, you know, what, what, uh, what's the, what's the advice that you would give to, uh, you know, a, a budding entrepreneur who has an idea for a, for a product, or what's what's the what kind of advice would you like to give? Um, well, again, you you need to have a coach and a mentor and somebody that you trust, you know, to help guide you. And, and as you get in further into the process of wherever you're at, at whether it's manufacturing or your product development manager or your packaging, whoever it is, I I would suggest that you really take the time. To get to know them, not as just the service that they're going to supply to you, but get to, get to know them as a person. Because I got to know the product development manager at the company that I licensed my product to, and it has been the most invaluable thing in my life. I honestly don't even know if this would exist if I didn't have that relationship, to be honest with you. So um, I would suggest to be patient be persistent, and be extremely focused. You have to be extremely focused on your goals Mm -hmm. to make it to the end in this game. And um, then I would also, you know, suggest that you just have your never giving up attitude because Mm -hmm. it it is a rough road. Yeah. You know? We've had, of course, uh, over the years, experienced a lot of different inventors go through this process. I've gone through it myself. I'm going through it currently, I, and uh, you have to be very patient. And uh, I think it's Edison who said that uh, most people have failed right before they would have succeeded. Yes. Well, and that's because they gave up, you know. Mm-hmm. So th- that's the point. Is if you get up, give up, you you'll never know if you would have succeeded or if the very next step was success or whatnot. So. Well, I mean, look at Colonel Sanders. You know his story. Yes. Yeah. One thousand nine no's. Before yes. he got a yes. Yes, sure. So you really do have to have that inside of you of your passion for what you're doing and your product, whether you go retail, which is a whole other podcast, oh, podcast yeah. or licensing, you have to have the stamina sure. and being focused mm-hmm. to endure that. Yeah. Because you will you will you will get the yes. I promise you. You will get the yes. I don't care what it is that your product is. It could be something that somebody would even think, like, what? You know? If you have those skill sets and you have that desire and you have that passion and you're never going to give up, I don't care, you will be successful. There were times when I was licensing my product where it went down the drain and it went down the drain fast. And I was devastated. I cried all night and I got up the next morning and I got back on the horse i'm glad you i'm glad you kept going uh i want you to show everybody your your product so they know what it looks like and uh very very cool uh thank you yep i i it's i I love seeing uh as an engineer i love seeing the ideas uh come to fruition um i love having the interaction with uh with mentors and with our members um, 
I, you mentioned the, the personal relationships. I firmly believe that all of business is personal relationships of one form or another. And I think that's a very good point. You know what's funny is my cousin, he's in farming. And he drives around in his truck all day long, just driving around. I said, do you, do you have a job? And he said, Paul, it's magic. He goes, you form those relationships, mm-hmm. and you don't have to work a day in your life. Oh, I think that's true. It's you know, nice. but, you you know, that takes time. It, it's just not like this. I think this world is coming that they just, just want it like this. Yeah, that's very true. And uh, you, you really have to put in the work. Well, great. Well, I, I, I really appreciate you uh, coming in today. I, I'm sure you've uh, enlightened some of our viewers here, and uh, it's very interesting stuff. Paula is, of course, associated with the, the pie shop, and will be uh, doing some other events where she'll be able to give some of her good advice. I'm sure you can always get a hold of her, at least through us, if not through any other way. And... Um, we also be happy that we're in our official uh, podcast studio here uh, at the Pie Shop. Yeah, very nice facility. And uh, we hope to see you for our next broadcast. Uh, we'll be coming soon. You guys will hear about it. This will be posted on our website. You can always watch it again and watch our previous podcast, of course. And um, I appreciate you all being here. And thanks once again, Paula, for, for coming. I appreciate it. Thank you. Thank you. Yes, appreciate all your that. Viewers. All right. Thank you very much. We'll we'll see you later.